0: Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. I'm glad you joined me today. This is the place where we discuss relevant topics to help you stand up and stand strong, to overcome. And in this podcast, it is barely scripted, raw, real, and it's also a lot of fun. Also, you can find me at ValerieSilvera.com where I have many more resources to help you become a warrior in hope. Hello there, fellow warriors. I am back to talk about fear. Are you shocked to hear me talking about fear or courage or overcoming fear? (laughs) But don't you think it is very relevant? Has it ever been more relevant in your entire life? I mean, what's going on in our own personal lives, but then couple that with what's going on in our communities, in our country, and the world. Wow. Wow. We've got to address it honestly. We've got to deal with fear or I don't even want to think about where we're going to wind up individually and collectively. What I want to talk to you today, though, is about doing it scared. And, you know, this is going to take some getting used to because I really don't know if you are ever going to be comfortable doing something while you're scared facing a fear. I mean, how, how can you be comfortable, right? I didn't miss the fact that you're scared. So if you're scared, of course, it is going to be uncomfortable. But isn't anything uncomfortable until we get used to it? So like I said, it's never probably going to be comfortable. Oh, yay, I get to go face a fear. But I think it will be less comfortable. You will be less reluctant to go ahead and do it. You might even overcome some of the fears. Some of the things that scared you before won't. So it won't even be an issue anymore. So I want to tell you about something because I think it's important for us to talk about and think about these minor fears that you may think, really, is this even worth a podcast to talk about these minor things? I mean, don't we have big fears on our plate? Sure, we do. But I'm a firm believer that if we start to tackle little fears, we learn how to do it, how to overcome, how to face how to stand up to, then obviously we're much more equipped for the bigger ones. So I think, and, and not to mention their annoyances, they're those things that get your heart racing that really get you feeling uncomfortable. You might be sick in the stomach, you know, just thinking about facing something. So let me tell you a little story about my hairstylist. <laughs> now, this is not going to be some little, oh boy, poor Valerie couldn't get her hair done. But boy, if you'd seen my hair, you might think that, but it it really is going to have a good meaning because I think you'll be able to relate to some of these types of things being a fear. And you might not think of them as a fear initially. You might think, oh, it's just an apprehension or, but I think fear is at the core of many things. So this is the story. So I had a hair appointment a couple months ago, whenever it was, I had a hair appointment scheduled and I come to actually driving to the appointment. Okay, this wasn't even the day before, the hour before. I was driving to the appointment, which is only 20 minutes away. And I got a call that my hairstylist was still sick. And I thought, oh, I didn't even know she was sick. Apparently she was really sick. And she has some very serious health issues anyway. And so she'd gotten sick and they really got to her. This this was a very serious situation. She was in the hospital. So, of course, no problem. I'll turn around. And we'll wait to hear. So after a couple weeks of me looking in the mirror, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, no, ain't gonna work. Okay, so I called up there and I I asked to see someone else. And it happens to be somebody my mother has seen. So I went ahead and went in there and uh, had the appointment with this person. And I really liked the way she did my hair. I felt like she had a better handle on the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am paying to put the red back in my head, <laughs> the color and the cut, just everything. We got a plan here now to, to kind of fix what was really my fault in in telling the other stylist how, what I thought I needed. Anyway, the other stylist is great, but I feel like this one's a better fit. So I'm sitting there with this other stylist when my stylist comes in, and, and I, I'm telling you, she's on a walker. She's got an oxygen tank with her. And she goes over to her station. I, 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 I couldn't even believe that she was there. And somebody came in and she did some partial thing on her hair and then and left. And I don't even know how she was standing. She looked that bad. So I may, made another appointment with the same stylist because I felt like she's a better fit. But imagine how I felt. I felt terrible. What's going to happen when I go in and I see my other stylist right there? It's not a very big shop. And she's going to know that I switched to this other person. And I didn't go looking to do it, but it just turned out to be a better fit. But I was kind of scared to face her. Now I have to tell you that the old vow, I kept thinking that I was going to start getting that apprehensive feeling, that fearful, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. Maybe I should go to another salon That's how I would have been in the past. Honestly, I probably would have gone to another salon because I would have been afraid to face this person. I didn't want to make her feel bad. And that's often at the core of some of these things that scare us, that we feel fear on, is we don't want to disappoint somebody. We don't want the other person to feel bad. But I thought, you know what, I need to be honest about this. And the hairstylist I'm seeing now said, don't worry, she's not like that. She'll be fine. She'd rather that you were here in this salon, you didn't go to somebody else. So anyway, today was the big day. Today was the day I went to go get my hair done. And of course, there she was all better. And over at her station, only a couple down and we, she was busy with someone. I did my thing. And I thought just as we were leaving, I thought, uh Oh, I think her client is getting finished at the exact same time. I am. How can this be? <laughs> Cause my stylist was really quick today. How can this be? So I'm up at the counter paying and I, making another appointment just as my former stylist comes walking up with her client. Hi, Valerie. So there it was right out in the open. And she said, oh, your hair looks really great. And I said, you know what? I, um, I just, yeah, I I did. I switched. And I said, I'm really sorry. It's nothing against you. Oh, no, she didn't even, she was great about it. She thought your hair looks fantastic. I think I'm happy. I, I, nothing, I'm no problem with it. We hugged and everything was great. But honestly, even something simple like that can be scary. Am I the only one? Come on, raise your hand. Wait, I can't see you in a podcast. But you know what I mean? Even that kind of thing, those little things. I don't know about you, but I may have avoided that in the past. I've been in a salon before where I wanted to just go see someone else at the same salon and thought, no, I don't want to run into that person. So I'd rather leave. That is avoiding a fear right? Not a big fear, not an earth shattering fear, not one that's going to change my life, but just facing that fear, being honest, right? And sometimes we're just, we're afraid that our honesty is going to hurt somebody and who knows it may have, but I did it with respect and, you know understanding for her situation. And hopefully she understood my situation. And, and anyway, does does that make sense to you? Have you had those situations that you just thought, no, uh, I don't want to deal with it. It really is fear. We're afraid of how the other person is going to react. We're afraid we're going to hurt their feelings. We're afraid of being uncomfortable. So that's what I'm talking about when I say these smaller fears right they're not the ones that are going to change your life forever oh my gosh i faced this fear and la 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 you know the sky opened up and the and the earth parted and you know i was a new person no but next time i'm in a situation similar to that where i need to be honest with somebody about something and uncomfortable and even risking them having their feelings hurt but me staying true to what i need and see i typically would literally go to, i'd go back to her And even if I wasn't happy with my hair, say, I would go back. That's the way I used to be because I just didn't want to deal with it. And then I'd sit there every time and go, you know, I really should find someone new. Oh, I can't do that. I've done that in the past. So I was really glad I did that. I felt so good that I did it. Now, what is important to understand is I wasn't feeling stressed when I got there. I knew I was going to face it. I knew it was going to be fine. And that's part of what we have to do. You have to make the decision. You just have to decide, I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it scared. Because I think sometimes when we're on the outside looking in at other people who seem to just go ahead and do things, and they do it with grace, and they, and they just go ahead and, and face things, we think, wow, well, they're just kind of different than I am. But that's not true. They've just decided to do it scared. I mean, do you remember when you were a kid in school and you had to give your first speech in front of the class? I will never forget mine. You might be surprised to know that I was terrified, right? I do public speaking. In fact, it's one of my favorite things to do is actually be in front of a live audience. I love it. I love that kind of energy and I'm very comfortable doing it. Never would have imagined so. Thinking back on that first time in my oral communications class, that's what our class was called. And you know, I knew everybody in the class. It wasn't like it was a bunch of strangers. Hey, maybe that was the worst part. I knew everybody. Hmm, I'll have to think about that one. You know, that old familiarity breeds contempt. Not to mention I was I did mine on Spina bifida. I was in child psychology. And I was really moved by a story I had read. And I thought this was a very interesting topic. And I did it on that. Now, a bunch of high school students probably weren't that interested in it. And it probably made a few of them uncomfortable when I showed pictures and stuff. So maybe that wasn't the smartest topic. (laughs) Maybe that's why I was so nervous. But I mean, I was practically shaking. And, you know, but I did it anyway. Now, of course, let's face it. I did it scared because I didn't really have a choice. Well, I guess I did have a choice. I had a choice of receiving an F in that particular part of my class. If I said, no, I'm not going to do it, I could have received an F. But an F was not an option for me. It was not an option for me personally. And I can tell you what, it was certainly not an option for my mother. Wasn't going to happen. So I did it scared. But here's the thing that's kind of good about being forced. You know, when you really don't have much of a choice, being made to do something scared. We so often find out later, oh, what a relief. I could do that. It wasn't as scary. Or boy, I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I overcame that. But see, now that we are adults and we have more say in our lives and more control over things than we did when we were younger, we're not maybe forced to do things we're afraid of as much. We opt out. Yeah, never mind. I remember oral communications. I remember doing going to the salon and having to face that other stylist. Oh no, I remember this and that. Don't want to do it. Would rather avoid doing things that are scary. I mean, come on, isn't that smart? I actually don't think so. I actually think that sometimes we need to stop avoiding scary situations. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about doing something foolish like going into a bad part of town at dark and having money hanging out of your pockets. Okay, that would just be foolish. You should not do that. Do not do that. (laughs) I mean, obviously, when it comes to safety and things like that, you know that I'm not talking about things such as that. But again, I think we need to be forced sometimes. You know, and I'm not a big fan of forcing people to do things, but we need to be forced to sometimes do things and face things so we can overcome, so we can get onto the other side and build some courage and strength and stamina. And not to mention, there are other people out there that need you to do it. I mean, one of those people is you, but there are other people that need somebody to show them courage, somebody to demonstrate how to face fears. How to be courageous. Because let's face it, it's not like we're taught this. Who's teaching us to be courageous? Who's teaching us to overcome fear? I mean, those are the kind of things that most of us are not taught as children. We're not taught any time in our lives. We're not taught in school. We, you know, life comes and whacks us over the head and rips the, you know, rug right out from underneath us. And we're laying there going, what, WTF? And, you know, all of a sudden we're in this horrendous place and we kind of have courage forced out of us because what else are we going to do? You know, sometimes we lay there for a long time and we just get more scared and more scared and more scared. And I know people that never decide to get up. They don't ever decide to face their fears. They literally just turn and run. And I think there are so many things that it's just a massive opportunity for you to gain Build courage because you need it. Not just so you can have some badge of courage. You need courage to live life. You know, you don't have to be in the military or a first responder, a police officer. You know, one of these people who has a really courageous job. It requires courage. Life requires courage, my friends. Life. The life that you and I are living. The path that each of us have been on. The stuff that we've been through. The challenges we've come up against, those mountains, those looming mountains, those beasts that have had us right down on the mat. Yeah, our lives, yours and mine, in order to live them well requires courage, especially when the you know what has hit the fan. So, I mean, really, that's my advice to you today. Do it scared. Think of something that you need to do and just do it scared. Okay, I don't have the recipe for, here's how I can make it really comfortable for you. Here's how you're going to make it good and fun and wonderful. Well, if that were the case, it wouldn't be scary for you. (laughs) So think of something that you can do, that you can face, a fear that you can just say, that's it, I'm doing it. I am scared. You know what, Liz, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it scared. Your story is so valuable. You hear me say this. It matters, so you need to live it courageously. Stop living in fear. Stop shrinking back. You are a warrior. You do have what it takes. You have the courage inside of you. You have the ability to build up more courage. But it's not going to come from listening to a podcast. It's not going to come from reading a book or even watching other people if you don't then go do something with the information you heard or saw or witnessed. It's about you taking a step forward. Do it for yourself and do it for somebody else that needs to see your courage. I would really love to know. I'd love for you to get in contact with me and let me know what you did. You can go to ValerieSilvera.com where you can learn about my Warriors and Hope membership, which would be awesome for you if you really want to build courage. Uh, join my Trauma Disruptors community. That's where anybody can come and join us and have a private place to connect with other people and and learn some things and, um, or get on my email list. I really would love to hear that you listened to this podcast. And then you said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it scared. Let me know what you faced. Maybe I'll tell your story. I wouldn't use your name without your permission. Don't worry about that. But maybe your story will inspire some other people. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Until next week, remember, no matter where you are in this world, I am standing right there with you. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you will subscribe and come back and join this podcast often. Also, you can find me at ValerieSilvera.com where I have many more resources to help you become a warrior in hope.